Today is January 23rd, 2017. This is episode 21 of Mail Strum Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flannis and Shinder. And welcome, everybody, to episode 21 of Maelstrom Radio. I am one of your hosts, Flattis, and with me, the guy who will probably steal your husband or your wife. I don't know. Cockled? <laughs> I got nothing on this one. Sorry. It's a dry opening. Dry. Experimental. It was, that was worth a shot. I had some things written down. I had some things. Uh, one of my things is that uh, you you were the only man I known to punch a tree to uh, acquire maple syrup. I've got to say, I know a lot of people that have done that, but again, you, there's no? a kind of a difference in location. All right. Um. So what else? I mean, it's almost like a rite of passage here. Yeah. No. Uh, let's see. Um. You. Uh. My. My. The other one was that. Uh. The only host I know that. Uh, wished Alfie looked longingly at him as he did, as Alfie looked at Stinian. Uh, yeah? Nothing on that one either. <laughs> no? They're not good? He's not good? Alright. They're not sticking. It's fine. Well, we'll, we'll try to make, we gotta improve this experimental comedy Monday. Listen, I'll take him back to the Ha Factory. I know where <laughs> these jokes belong. They're garbage! They're all garbage jokes. I got, what else? What's up? Kind of like our FC. Our, our FC's a garbage joke? I mean, you've seen our house. It's we not... have, like, our wall of Hildebrand. That's true. Um, I don't know if it's garbage FC. The house is kind of a garbage. <laughs> it's not the Piazza, the Piazza house. Piazza? Yeah. I think oh. it'll improve when we get the Piazza house. Uh, that was my other joke. I think that was probably the golden one, too, and I forgot it. Gotta wait till the next episode now. Uh, oh, no. All right. When everyone forgets about this, and then you'll be able to do it again. Yeah, it's really good. That one's really good. You should write this one down, maybe. I will. <laughs> episode 22, the opening for uh, Shin, is going to be fantastic. Just you wait. I'm a little terrified. You shouldn't be. It's great. It's good. Solid, solid exper- experimental comedy. It is. Chili laughed. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, welcome to Maelstrom Radio, the Final Fantasy XIV podcast that sets the bar as low as possible, so that if we actually achieve going over the bar, we feel pretty good about ourselves. Sometimes we feel even good about ourselves when we go under the bar. (laughs) Then it's, it's like limbo. Some of our best shows have been well under the bar. (laughs) Uh, so, of course, we have, uh, our, our news. Our FC is, of course, always recruiting Garuda Gang on FanFrit server. Uh, we are uh, looking for... What do we have now? What are we looking for? What do we got? Everybody? All the peoples? Crafters? Uh, people that are looking to learn how to raid? Um, we don't care if you're a nublet. We'll, we'll teach you. Now, if you don't learn... Twiglet. Yeah, Twiglets. Uh, Starflowers now. And the folks that come back. I haven't heard that one before, but it's oh, good. I, I'm coining it. Starflower. I'll, I'll allow it. Thanks. You tried to coin twi- Twiglet, and we found out that that's been used everywhere else now. Apparently, but I'm, ta- I'm, I'm pretty sure that we started that. I don't give a shit what Reddit says. I'm pretty sure Maelstrom Radio started Twiglet. Pretty sure Reddit doesn't care what we say either. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so we're recruiting for our FC. That's over on uh, Fanfruit, like I said, Garuda Gang, GG. 
you can find us there. <laughs> you know, message myself in game cipher Blackfire. Shin is Shinter Zaret, and uh, we got Curry Kent C U R R Y K E N T and Lilith Ashblood. Uh, you can message any of those folks; they will be happy to let you in, and you can join us. And pretty much what you see on the show is what you get in the FC. It's the same amount of jokes and and riffing on each other and beating our heads against the wall trying to kill a boss but we'll get into that later also we still have some giveaways uh our youtube 100 follower giveaway is still going on uh that'll go on until we reach 100 followers and we'll give away uh your choice of the white uh white baron red baron white devil red baron and white devil mounts your one choice of one of each uh got so, him this week got him i know i nailed it and uh, also, we have our write-in contest. So this is an email contest. All you do is write an email to show at maelstromradio.com with your uh, argument. Now, I know some people went and uh, did some dumpster diving into the patch notes <laughs> and found some stuff about a samurai. I don't give a shit. Like, what we want to know <laughs> is what your thought is. It's a debate. Just debate your argument of why you think Yoshi P's shirt stood for Blue Mage or if it stood for Samurai. And if for some reason you could somehow make an argument for photographer, Shin will give you bonus points. All of the bonus points. And get all of them, apparently. So uh, you could send that email. Uh, keep brevity. Please don't give us like a three-page diatribe about like, well, let me tell you about Samurais. The Far East. <laughs> the land of the rising sun. No. Uh, one to two paragraphs at most. Uh, we need to get through them all. Uh, and uh, that will be, uh, remember we said it was going to be February, the week before FanFest, so that was the 13th? Yes, the 13th of February. You need to get those submissions into us. Uh, that is, actually, you need to get it to, into us on February 12th. Uh, that'll be 1159. I I think we said as long as it's in before the show starts on that day. All right. Well, we got We have. We need time to read it. Fair enough. All right. So, <laughs> uh, so Sunday, eleven fifty nine uh, Pacific Standard Time. That's at night. So eleven fifty nine p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You need. Uh, that's the twelfth. That's Sunday night. You got to get that into us. Uh, so we have Monday to read through those. Um, and then one lucky winner will get their choice again of the. Uh, White, uh, was it Red Baron or White Devil Mount? So you get a choice. Free Mount. What's wrong? No, everybody likes a free mount. Who doesn't like free mount? Oh, yeah. Oh, Chili and Charit correcting me. Not the patch notes. You mean the dot dat files. Look, they dug even deeper. What are, you know, they were like, look. You always have to go deeper to find the answers. Yeah. You think that when they got there, they were like, look at that. No? Not good? Look at, no. No? Nothing. No? All right, I'm not hitting them today. It's okay. It's fine. My joke next Life week is experimental. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're a tough crowd today. I'm gonna crack you on one of these goddamn jokes. <clears throat> All right, so we have nothing else for our our stuff, but we do have uh, actually Final Fantasy 14 news. And actually, I'm gonna start with the Final Fantasy community news. Uh, big congrats to Aetherite Radio for hitting 100 episodes. That is an amazing feat because. Uh, we're only 21 episodes in, and we're like, God damn, we're coming up on 50. <laughs> like, so... We're, we're not even halfway to 50 yet. We're not even halfway to... We're close, but we're not... We're almost there. Uh, so, yeah, big, uh, big props to Fusion X and the Gamerscape squad over there doing great work with Aetherite Radio. Also, uh, my next bit of news, actually, Fusion X. Thank you, sir. Uh, Fusion X, uh, I contacted Fusion X uh, this week. Kind of saying, hey, listen, uh, we're, you know, I'm flat as Maelstrom Radio. You know, I want to get more involved with the community because we're, we're new. I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> we're new <laughs> around the block. Um, and we did a lot of networking while we were at FanFest. And as great as that, as that was, we met a lot of the other content creators. We're still, we're still uh, considered newbies. And some, some folks would be like, who the fuck is Maelstrom Radio? Like, it... It happens, and uh, it was great. I think one time I was reading Reddit, and, and somebody was like, "Oh man, I need some Final Fantasy podcast to listen to." And somebody had mentioned like, "You guys should listen to uh, Move Around and Maelstrom Radio." I was like, "There's one person out there that knows who we are." 
And I, to be fair, sometimes people that actually know us also say, "What the hell is Maelstrom Radio?" It's well, it's the Final Fantasy fourteen podcast that keeps the bar low. So when we go over, it, you know what? We pretty sure that needs to be our tagline because we'll switch it out from "Till Sea Swallows All" to "Keeping the Bar Low." Yeah, as long as we don't change it to "Swallowing the Bar Hole." Gotcha. Completely different. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Can't go one episode without going <laughs> under the bar. Nope. Uh, yeah, Chili, they mentioned Google. Actually, they mentioned uh, both uh, Moogle Round. Uh, shout out to Moogle Round Podcast. And uh, us <laughs> in the same sentence. So rather, it was you, Chili. <laughs> and you were trying to give us props <laughs> and your show, which we appreciate. Or somebody out there was like, I know what, I know what quality content is, and it's Maelstrom. <laughs> It's not us. It is. I mean, I'm uh, totally us. So, uh, also, uh, real quick, before I move on to uh, Final Fantasy, actual Final Fantasy 14, as I didn't throw this up there, uh, episode 2020 uh, of our show, we have it. We haven't posted it out to the, the, the stream and the universe yet. It's on YouTube. We have it. The audio was so fucked. <laughs> And um, I, I I I cut in a an apology in the beginning of that episode, and I still haven't released it because having done podcasting now for almost so this is gonna be my fourth year. Uh, like I don't think I've heard some rough episodes in my past. Um, that that was rough, and Skype had taken over my mic, changed all my audio. I tried adjusting in the middle of the show, and it didn't work. Um. Shin sounded incredibly loud. I sounded really low. It, the whole show was just not no buenos. <laughs> um, I'm terrible. It was, and Shin made a point that sometimes we have to release the bad so we know what to strive for when we want the good. So I am gonna we're gonna release that show, but um, at my next point <laughs> that I'm gonna make, uh, Fusion X is uh, started a Gamerscape content creators uh, page, and we could have been on the page for the first week with episode twenty. But I chose not to. <laughs> um, so I went. We're gonna take this episode, which hopefully sounds fantastic. The audio we tested the audio levels this weekend, so um, we, you know, uh, <clears throat> gotta hope for this one. Yeah. So it can't be worse than the last. One. It can't. That's, the one. That's why we have to release the twenty. Exactly. Um, so the people know it's like, oh shit, they will go back to listen twenty, they listen twenty one, like whoo. They may listen to 19 and be like, God damn, what happened to 20? <laughs> anyway. Skype. The answer is Skype. The Skype, yeah. Blame Skype. Uh, also, Chili and Check, congrats, buddy. Uh, his main podcast has reached episode 150. That's We could only only hope here that we achieve 150. We survive. Yeah. We may hit, we may hit an apocalypse. Uh, so, uh, Shin's got some news. Uh, on that same note, um... It, it's not. It's kind of community related, but uh, sh- quick shout out to Chili. Happy birthday! Oh, happy birthday, Chili! Got got to support that community and the content creators. And Chili's just been awesome. Yes, he has. Both from interacting on Twitch and and Twitter to meeting him at FanFest to uh, being on his podcast twice now over on Google Ground. Yeah, we should get who around on this podcast. <laughs> Return the favor. Let him come here and wreck our stuff. I we set the bar low. Remember, I don't know if they could set it even lower. I don't know. Give him a chance. Let him come, gotta let him come in here and like wear our pants or something. Just never let never let a couple guys come in your house and wear your pants. Can't say that I ever have. <laughs> Next time on Maelstrom Radio, we wear we wear pants. Um. Also, uh, so yeah, uh, happy birthday, Chili. Uh, thank you again to um, Fusion X for uh, allowing us to be a part of the content creators uh, page. Uh, that's, th- like, honestly, uh, thank you. Like, that's huge for us because uh, we, we are on there with some big names like Lemon Brick Radio, Phoenix Down Radio, uh, Gathered Together, uh, Very Merry. So tons, tons and tons of... All big- the really good content creators. Yeah, and, and there's us. <laughs> Not that we we don't do a show. <laughs> I didn't say quality. I just said a show. 
Anyway, um, speaking of apologies. Killing it on the uh, segues there this time. <laughs> We're improving. Yeah, tell, dude, I'm telling you. By episode episode 50, it's going to be fucking golden in this joint. <laughs> uh, so, M- Mr. Uh, Mr. Koji Fox uh, made a boo-boo. He, he put it... He allowed a uh, title in-game from the MSQ uh, for completing patch 3.5. You got a title, and it was it was spoilerly as hell. Like, you couldn't, could not spoil anybody. Um, so... Uh, if you haven't done the content and you haven't seen the title yet, I definitely recommend disabling your titles. Yes, if you've not done 3.5. If you're logging, if you're hearing this and you're like, God damn, I need to go play 3.5. Listening later to our, like, roundabout of the content. Uh, first thing you do is you go into your game, go to your settings, and turn off your titles. Because we don't want you to be spoiled. Uh, that would really fucking make your day suck. Uh, and uh, Koji Fox uh, released an apology. Shin, would you read that apology that Koji wrote? Oh, sure, I get the long paragraphs. Yes, you do. Alright, uh, he posted this on the forums. Please, uh, hello. Please allow me to deeply apologize for the lack of discretion used in the localization of the player title received upon completing the 3.5 main scenario quest. The decision to proceed with what is, as of January 18th, in the game was my decision and my decision alone. While the title was meant to be a reflection of the Warrior of Light's role in the story, there is no excuse for my inability to realize that that particular choice of words would affect those players who had yet to complete the quest. As a result, my lack of foresight has marred the gaming experience for countless fans. The current plan is to hotfix a new title in as soon as possible, with full awareness that this cannot undo the damage that is already done. I have spoken with Yoshia-san on the issue and have promised to personally work to ensure similar missteps do not happen in the future. We greatly appreciate the efforts being made by players who have already completed the quest to help ensure those who have not from being affected, and humbly ask that everyone continues to do so until the issue can be addressed. I once again sincerely apologize for this inexcusable error in judgment. That, I love that. I mean, as much as it sucks to have to go out there and say, I fucked up, that is taking, like, hey, listen, he supervises the the localization team, and he let that through. And he's he's holding himself accountable, which is fantastic. Like, I mean, the story, like we've said time and time again, again on the show, that story is a big part of this game. And to log in and see that title, like when I even got the title, I, I was lucky. Like, I was told, like, hey, listen, the title's really spoiled. Like, I forgot to turn off my title. Luckily, I didn't see it. I completed the storyline and got the title and saw what it was and instantly did not turn it on. As much as it's a cool title... Like I think it's an awesome title. I just don't. I I have I, in my right of like my right of mind as a player. I can't do that to the players in my server. L- logging in for the first time, coming back to the game and seeing that, and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I mean, it's not like we haven't had spoilery titles in the past either. Uh, a few patches ago, we did have uh, Nidhogg Slayer as the title. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you kind of expected the story to go that way, whereas the title used for 3.5 was not something necessarily that players would have seen coming. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, I, I, we can't even talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. Um, and we'll go into, we'll talk a little bit about why this is like a big spoiler, uh, next week. Uh, this, this week's show, we're going to talk about the content, but we're not going to talk about the story next week. Shin and I'll dig into the story what it means for Stormblood, what it meant for all of Heaven's Word, what we think is going to happen in the .55 patch. Because the trailer was a, such a great cut that I couldn't tell what was 3.5 and 3.55, and now I know, and I definitely want to talk about it. So, Well, I, just to clarify that, we still have 3.55, which will be coming in February, but the trailer also extends to 3.56, which is yeah. the second half of this patch. Yep. Getting a lot of stuff. Getting a lot of stuff. So, collector's edition, Shin. They've got a lot of different editions coming out. <laughs> yeah, they do. Holy crap. I think there's a total of six editions now. Something along that line. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, so, uh, the Final Fantasy Stormblood uh, 
additions are through the roof. It's almost silly. <laughs> almost. But it kind of makes sense when you think about it. It's very similar to what we have now. They just decided to spread everything out into lots of words and and lots of different various types and prices and so made it um, a little bit more complex. Yeah. Now the link I have was for. EU pricing, which I could probably deduce into America. I, I know the I know most majority of the American pricing. So I, I think they're pretty similar. Yeah, they are. Uh so uh so the Windows Collector's edition, the physical edition is uh two it is two hundred American. So uh the, the American prices are in the screenshots. Yeah, which I could click and probably get it. So you're right. It is. Uh, it is uh, 200 American. Uh, the physical edition comes with the uh, the the Xenos Ye Galvis uh, figurine. Now, this is supposed to be uh, of even better quality. It's supposed to be closer to the quality of the Odin statue. Um, I can't say that that is something I'm willing to drop $200 on. As much as I love this game, if it was in the price point ballpark of like 145, 150, I would have considered this. Uh, because I, I more than the damn statue, I want the fucking cloth map. because <laughs> uh, it reminds me of those old EverQuest map. It's like this is a very strange thing for me because this is very much a Final Fantasy esque box, like special edition box. But this is also a little like old school MMO box, like the cloth map, the the art book, like stuff that. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, the standard edition is going to be $35. The... Let's make sure I'm right on that. No, it's not just the EU pricing. Survey says load, spinning, loading, $40. $5 off. $40 American. Uh, the PlayStation 4, uh, same price. Uh, they're going to have a collector's edition. Uh, so the same price collector's edition uh, is going to be 200 and then the digital download edition which is probably the edition I get I don't can't speak for Shin he may get the digital download as well uh, is, I will be getting that because of uh, Square's shipping policies to Canada yeah uh, spoiler they're terrible yeah so uh, $60 uh, $60 Amer- uh, North or American for the uh, digital download that includes all the in-game bonus items from the collector's edition. Just does include all the physical content. There's also some pre-order bonuses. Um, did I miss any? I missed one edition. I know there's an edition now that will contain all of everything, and that's going to be a hundred dollars. That'll include all the collector's editions, including the collector's edition for Stormblood, if I remember correctly. So yeah, there's there's a total of six editions. There's the uh, one online or one digital version and one physical edition for each of Stormblood. Uh, the Stormblood. Uh, oh, sorry. There's the Stormblood expansion, which has both the physical and digital. There is the collector's edition of Stormblood, obviously as well. Uh, there is going to be the base Final Fantasy starter edition, which is going to have, I think, just the base game. Uh, and then there's also now a Final Fantasy XIV complete edition, which will have all of the games from the base game. Uh, Heaven's Word and Stormblood, which will come both in a normal and a collector's edition. The collector's being $100, and I believe the normal being $80? Yeah. Um, Chilean Chat says also you get Heaven's Word with every edition of Stormblood, I think. So why sell the... I guess if you wanted the collector's editions, I guess that's why they would sell the $100 version, because if it's 40 let's say 40 American for the standard edition, for $50 more you're getting... The collectors of all three expand or a Realm Reborn, and then the the two expansions. That's not a bad price for digital. Like that's better than Warcraft. <laughs> I know this because behind my head, I have fucking Warcraft collectors edition, and each one of those fuckers. Well, except uh, Warlords. I think that one. Actually, no. I think that back. I think Mists of Pandaria was the cheapest one back there somewhere. I know somebody's like, what the fuck do I care about your, like, man, I got a Rift Collector's Edition back there. <laughs> Talk about games that I used to play. Um, 
So I'm down. I got the collector's editions of all the last two games. I, I I would love something physical. I I listen. I'm I'm the first person to drop down. If I could replace those boxes with Final Fantasy 14 boxes, I would in a heartbeat. Two hundred dollars is not going to make me do that. <laughs> um. Oh, it's chilly. You have the Duke Nukem Forever collector's edition. You poor bastard. <laughs> Probably a great, cool edition, but that game. No bueno on that game. Uh, so, that's it. I, I mean, I, down. I think most of the people we know are going to jump on the Collector's Edition digital bandwagon. Also, that comes with... Uh, I almost forgot. That comes with the... Uh, you also get pre-order bonuses for pre-ordering that, which is... Uh, you get a red, red Mage Minion. And also, I think you get a necklace or uh, ear, uh, earrings. You get earrings of some Alamegan earrings. That's it. <laughs> I mean, something. The collector's edition bonuses are a little bit cooler with the chicken knife. It is. I mean, I would like. I would still want the red mage minion. I mean, something. I mean, there's something really important about pre-ordering, like something about a head start. But you know, why would I want a bunch of people head starting the game when you and I could head start the game? Yeah. Okay. You didn't have to mention that on stream. I didn't. You're right, but I, I did. Uh, yeah, so if you pre-order, there's a head start uh, starting June 16th. How does Blizz- uh, Blizzard, how does Square, they want to celebrate my birthday. <laughs> my birthday's June 8th, birthday's June 18th, Square. How you know? How you know I want a head start? <laughs> also, I'd like to point out that it means the 18th is Father's Day, because usually my birthday falls on the same day as Father's Day. So, so you guys know, at least go take your dad out for breakfast and then come back and continue playing like I will. <laughs> That's my plan. Or buy him Stormblood and you can start playing together. My dad does not. My dad plays at most We Call of Duty because he can get play that one. Because it's easy. At most. My dad's a John Wayne beer drinking, gun shooting guy. My dad is not a video. He doesn't. Like, he knows I do a podcast. He has no idea what the hell this is. That's probably for the best. Probably. Probably. See, he's, you know, he supports it. He's like, I don't know what it is, but I support it. I'm like, hey, that's all I could ask, Dad. Thanks. Uh, chilling chat, yeah. Early access four days before launch, which uh, launch is the choice. So just in case you didn't know, I uh, I have time off that I will be taking. I will be taking the – I'll be taking a half day on the 15th, leaving work early because I'm going to go to the DMV and get my uh, license updated. Just because it's close to my house. I'm just going to start best and go get my license renewed. Uh, that's just my title for my car. And then 16th, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bed early. <laughs> I'm going to rise come here and I'll probably stream spoilers yeah well spoilers or not guess what Maelstrom Radio Shin myself and RFC will be here live streaming the content making jokes cracking things and if you want to come watch if you're not playing the game or keep us up on the second screen but I guarantee if you're watching Garuda Gang live it's probably going to be one hell of a funny show or Lilith is going to just yell at people (laughs) Both. Probably. So, speaking of yelling. Ah? <laughs> yes. We we need to start yelling about uh, <laughs> 3.5 content. So, uh, Shin, let's jump in there. Let's get our uh, hands dirty. And uh, let's see what you and I thought about 3.5 so far. Well, let's be fair. Today we didn't get any more content other than MSQ. So, let's... <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about what we're gonna be playing for the next five months <laughs> dungeons let's start we got two dungeons we did get two dungeons uh we got bellsword's wall and we got Samal hard which one would you like to touch first let's go with Samal hard because we can take bellsword's wall and bring that into the msq sure uh psalm all hard I've had a chance to run a couple uh, these are a couple of times each now, and uh, it seems like the content is still a little bit challenging for most groups. It is. Particularly, I'm saying this because I was in a group the other day, and they made a point that you can't go, and I, I know the uh, the previous expert dungeons, uh, the Great Kubal Library Hard and uh, Zephatol, both of them had a very, very fast run through where the tank could just go in, grab everything in the area, and run straight to the gate, and then you'd kill it all and repeat that every single time until the whole dungeon was done. 
I had people in groups saying that this was not possible yet with Sam Alhard or Belsar's Wall. Hey, Shin, what do we do? We pulled everything to each of the room to each of the gates, and we killed it all like we did with the previous content. Yeah, so I know a- it's completely possible, but the other groups that I have been with have said that this is not a thing yet. Um, they're wrong, <laughs> and they should feel bad about being wrong. For the general population, it's probably still a little bit challenging in that regard. <laughs> all right, I guess you're saying we're not general population. <laughs> I'm saying we probably have a slight advantage being okay geared and on be able to, to voice calm and talk to each other. We're also MMO veterans and we know not to stay in the bad. Yes. All right. Although the first time that we finished Belsar's Wall, you could say that we were a little sloppy. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know, if you didn't see our, our episode today, it's called Getting Sloppy. Uh, listen, if that's listen, if that's a spoiler, fuck off. That's a great thing. That's the greatest. Listen, we got the greatest meme of 2017, and it was sloppy. Long live you. That it was. Long live Koji Fox and Yoshi P for that. Uh, Anyways, back to Samal. Yeah, Samal. So the first boss we get to is Bulbasaur. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I felt. His mechanics weren't super tough. Like, they were pretty straightforward mechanics. Um, pretty, uh, the, the little sack bomb things that he drops are fairly straightforward. If you're a tank and he places them in shit places, it's, you get hit hard. <laughs> you get hit hard. Um, but if you got a great, you, t- you know, you're supposed to move away from that I, case, right? Listen, and sometimes you're like, you move, you're like, I move over here. I'm like, now nah, I can face him towards everybody. Yeah. He Thank just, you, he, chili. Yeah, he used leech seed. <laughs> he did use leech seed. You know what he doesn't have, though? Vine Whip. No, no, that was in... Uh, Go ahead. Do it. I'm trying to remember the name of uh, the place. Say it. No, I actually forgot the dungeon name. I'm oh, sorry. no. What did you do? It's not the airy. It's the uh, yes, Arboretum. The Arboretum. Ah, uh, yes, that one. Yeah. Or Solar Beams, yeah. So, no, we got Solar Beam. Solar Beam... Came from the the killer croc from the second boss in Samalhard. That was the one that we that doesn't actually have uh, indicators. No, That's pretty interesting. Yeah, and every time I'm like, all right, I know how to move this time. I he tr- trips me out every time. I'm like, all right, he's reaching back. It's like remember Punch Out on the NES. Remember when? Yeah, it's Godzilla. <laughs> it is Godzilla. Remember Punch Out on NES, and you had to fight uh, Mr. Dream or Tyson or whoever you want to fight, and you always had to like look familiar with the game. Yes, have you played any Punch Out, Shin? Shin, how many Nintendo devices? How many Nintendo devices do you have in your house, Shin? A bunch, (laughs) and not one of them has Punch Out. I started with the N64. Isn't it Punch Out? I'm sorry. I yeah, Punch Out was an SNES title. It was. I mean, they made Punch Out for the Wii. They did. I guess they did. I also don't have a Wii. Oh, you don't. I have a Wii U. But you can play that on the Wii. Why are we talking about this right <laughs> Anyway, my point is that... <laughs> hey, my point is that Shin needs to go play Punch-Out. Um, so, the boss has uh, has no indicators, and uh, I get hit every fucking time. I don't know. I'm like, every time I move away, I get hit in the face. No matter where I move, he just hits me. He hates it. I hate it. He doesn't like me. I don't like him. So, I don't like it. But we move forward, uh, continually p- pulling trash mob to trash mob. Unlike uh, Shin's other groups. <laughs> and uh, we get to the last boss. And uh, Shin, uh, Shin described the last boss. Well, I, I think actually uh, Klaus was in chat there and made a really good point that it might be getting a little spoilerish if we start talking about the bosses and their mechanics. Maybe we should leave those specifics for uh, for next week. Is it? Hmm. I mean, if you haven't done the dungeon. I guess, but I'm not talking about the story of that dungeon, though. I'm just talking about the well, boss. No, but if, if you talked about the boss and the last the last boss of uh, Belsar's Wall, that, that's kind of... Spoiler. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. We're not talking about him. I'm not going to talk about that guy, specifically. That I know. But this one, I feel we're okay. 
<laughs> oh yeah, see even Chili even Chili's like last boss is super epic awesome named monster. What's what what is it, Chin? What's the other? Goma. It is Goma. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I it's not Goma. I'm pretty sure that it's uh, it's the uh boss of Dragon Roost Isle in Wind Waker. It is. You're right. It is. Yeah. Although the music, well, the music is really, really great in Sawmel. It doesn't quite live up to the Dragon Roost Island theme. I'm sorry. Ooh. Take that one point on music. I mean, we do have that theme in our FC. Uh, so, all right. Bosses were fine. Dif- I think difficulties there. Um, let's let's move on. We're going to talk about the other dungeon. Uh, I think we're going to leave that for the MSQ, and we'll we'll talk about that dungeon, the other one. But we won't say. Chili, Chili linked the Pokemon. Did he? That is definitely that. That dungeon is the Pokemon dungeon. Let's take a look. It is Scarope. <laughs> it is Scar. It's a fire Scarope. Is there like a a new like fire version of Scarope? Yeah. I don't know if it was in the Alola region. It would be like ice, I think. Maybe in the next gen we'll have like a fire island with fire everything. True. It's so weird that the Alolan, with you know, being a volcano. I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, uh, let's talk about Dunescape, shall we? we... That was hectic. <laughs> what happened the first night we queued for Dune? We well, we made mistakes. Mistakes were made. Yeah, so the number one mistake we made was we queued at Friday night at about 11 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we got the terrible group. I mean... We had people rage quitting all over the place, and they were just generally not being nice to everyone. No, they were being dicks. Um, also, besides that, I mean, come on, it's 11-something at 11, almost midnight. I think we were up till what time? Like, almost like 12.31, trying to d- go through that place. Yeah, I was close to it about that. We were doing that. Shit and I, I mean, I was, we, Shit and I were drinking beer that night. So, I mean, we were on point. I don't care what anyone says. Our group, fantastic. We were doing pretty well, too. Like, even, we ended up, that group dissolving after we kept dying and dying over and over to the third boss of that, the, that raid. But uh, yeah, we were doing pretty good, and we we almost had it. But there was just a few key players and groups that couldn't necessarily we, uh, we survive. Couldn't, we couldn't get through the DPS check. No, we did make it through the DPS check. We just we lost a group, and that kind of hurt afterwards. It did. Our second attempt was much better. Much much better. Much much better. We had uh, we did have a few people leave when we came to uh, Miss Jester, uh, so. Third boss. Yeah, third boss. And, uh... It, that's a... That is... I, I almost want to say that's the Ozma of, the, of this raid. Like, her, like she's, she'll be the stopping point for some folks. Yeah, I don't know if it was quite as messy as Ozma was, necessarily. Ozma did have an RNG element to it because of the shapes. So that could throw yeah, people yeah, off. Yeah, I feel like she's much easier... Uh, mechanically for groups to deal with yes a lot more forgiving as well yes you can't fall off the uh stage here it's true you can't um (laughs) chili oh i brought up my healing last show and you guys asked for proof so i i I did send it He, he he did he did send it um so uh replace one of our healers with you yeah, right. Uh last last boss, uh well, second to last boss. Pretty pretty uh pretty easy. I felt like compared to It was a pretty the... easy fight. It, it there was no surprises in it really. No. But last last, last boss, boss had some surprises. That's some that's a few some few surprises. Uh <laughs> But I think we only wiped once on that one. Yeah, we we weren't necessarily prepared for that final boss, and when it came up and a bunch of the mechanics all hit at once, and we were just all over the place, no one knew what was going on, so it it was kind of disorganized, but uh, the group then came back, rallied, and 
we took it out pretty easily the second round. Yeah. I, I do have to say uh, one of our FC members got the, on the third boss, there's this mechanic where they, you get uh, followed by giant balls <laughs> that will do damage to everybody surrounding. Uh, it's an AOE that follows you. So we tell him to run, and he runs. He didn't know which way to run, so he runs towards everybody. <laughs> and I'm over. I'm taking the ad, and I see it in my <laughs> behind the ad, just all these balls heading <laughs> towards the group of people. He's like, "It's chasing me! It's chasing me!" And it, it, it's not like it's something small. It's they had to be the size of Ozma. Like they were massive, giant balls that fell out of the sky. Yeah, giant balls, and there were two of them. At some point, being chased by clangers. All right, let's. What happened? We were we were so highbrow. No, no, we, we weren't. Low. Well, we, we did start going lower. Oh yeah, it's all it's all down here. When balls chase me, I just open. <laughs> Thanks, Dog. Sure we had some people uh, doing that on our raid. Thanks, Dogtron. Dogtron chat, everybody. Round of applause. Uh, let's. <laughs> Let's talk about the warring triad, and it's, I guess it's pronounced Zervan, not Zervan. Zervan sounds ba- badass. Zervan sounds like a Armenian nightclub owner. I was gonna say, or someone who would jump out of cake. Zervan. He's like, hello, I'm serving cake. I don't know why. You're welcome. You're welcome for that internet. I think we need a gif of that. <laughs> Hello! Observant, observant cake. I'm not making it. <laughs> I'm not making that. If you, somebody in chat wants to make that gif, I'm not doing it. Also, pretty fun uh, fight overall. Uh, I didn't find that there was any uh, mechanics that were too crazy. It, it, it wasn't like Nidhogg when it first came out, or, or Sephiroth, or anything. It was definitely, I think it was a little bit more challenging than Sophia. Sophia was really easy when she first came out. Uh... But it, kind of a nice medium. Yeah, it was a step up from Sophia. Uh, we haven't done it now to to be we ha- we haven't just we just didn't have time to to do the ex this weekend. Uh, we were we, I think we spent more time trying to run D- Dunescape than anything this weekend. And uh, trying to recover from running Dunescape. Yeah, the PTSD that fall. <laughs> um. Oh no, but it, it what happens when you get chased by giant balls? No, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zervin was, I, I think it was, I, I wish the first half of that fight lasted longer. It was just like, all of a sudden the, f- f- you know, floors fell and we fell down. It's like, well, here we are, I guess. <laughs> this is it. Guess we're fighting this guy. But mechanics weren't hard. I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe somebody's going to be like, yo, bro, fucking EX is balls to the walls. And then I'll be like, oh, God. Nah, no, nah, that was Dunescape. Dunescape was balls to the walls. You had to, otherwise you would wipe the group. Yeah, true. You're absolutely right. Uh, Chili in chat, uh, next time I'd love to join for some Dune thingies. Yeah, absolutely, man. Of course, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, by the way, we're going to talk about uh, some of the quality of life stuff uh, here as well. Um, let's move on to Hildebrand. I, I don't want to ruin the story for Hildebrand. Um, the ending of it was amazing. Yes, it was. The ending was amazing. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, but I will say this is very different from the filter brand I think we got in uh, 2.0. Um, very different. Uh, For sure. Uh, a little more serious than I think we got in the past, which is different for... I, I'm not saying it's bad. I, I, I know some people may think that this holder brand is bad, but I think sometimes... I don't know. I think it was kind of a nice change of pace. I, I would have loved if we gotten a, uh, a primal or, or some sort of fight like that out of Hildebrand because we were we were so expecting of it. <laughs> um, I feel like they weren't really prepared to do Hildebrand either for the last few patches. Like it, they put some of it in there because the players asked for it, but it wasn't really something they had planned for. So yeah. I think going forward, if there is more Hildebrand content they'll be much better planned and it'll be a lot more thought out like the original storyline was. Yeah, because remember, uh, Sklaskit was really supposed to be the, the Hildebrand of uh, 3.0 and everybody was like, where the hell is Hildebrand? <laughs> I don't, dog trying to chat, I don't give a fuck, I got VB. <laughs> um, you know, that secret's with you, buddy. 
it's a it's a pretty short quest line. I think there's only two quests of it in this patch. Uh, the first one's nice, short, and sweet. The second one has lots of comedic elements from previous quests and uh, kind of wraps it all up. Uh, there doesn't look like there's going to be any more content coming forward in the three or the three point X series. So uh, it's something that we can look forward to in the future, hopefully. And it, if you haven't done it, I highly recommend that you uh, go through that quest line and catch up. We'll talk about the story next week because uh, we, we, I do want to talk about it because it is a very different thing. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, the event that started with this patch, Garo. Shin, what have we been doing besides doing Dunescape and Dungeons? Well, we've been doing Palace of the Dead. Yeah, that as well. Anything and else? we've been grinding lore because we really, really, really absolutely love Umbrite. But apart from that soul-sucking crush, or soul-crushing quest, we've been doing the other soul-sucking quest of grinding PvP. It's gotten a lot better. It is much less soul-crushing now. Uh, I don't know. I've been having fun. <laughs> it's probably because Q's pop in like two minutes. That's why you don't have to wait three hours for a PvP queue anymore. Oh my god. It's so good. I, I'm finding that it, it's kind of a mixed bag. Um, there are certain maps that are better. I think Seal Rock has a little bit better chance than uh, the other one that usually goes on. I, I found that like the, the players are a little bit more focused with that one over the other front line. A uh, little bit higher chance of winning uh, people don't just go in and decide to kill everybody, even though the objective is really let's get the crystals. Agreed. Also, just want to point out that being a freelancer is really, really, really nice now. Because as much as Maelstrom is the best grand company by far, they really suck at PvP. <laughs> they uh, they do. We look fantastic. Although... I know a lot of people are like, Twin Adders is the shizzle-bizzle when it comes to PvP. Twin Adders is where it's at. We always win. Or no, Immortal Flames. Everyone's like, Immortal Flames always wins. Eat a bag of crap. I cannot! Anytime! Immortal Flames. I sit, I go and get, we get on Immortal Flames, and I'm like, alright, we're gonna win. This is an instant win according to the internets. Nope. Maelstrom wins. Alright, so next time we're on Maelstrom, Twin Adders wins. I'm like, what is going on anymore? I am firmly of the belief at this point that whatever faction that I join is the one that loses that round. All right, good. Class and chat, male strong. Uh, yeah, uh, that's our late night show. <laughs> that's, that's it's male strong radio. I got you on that one. That's three shows we have now. <laughs> that one's that one's for the ladies <laughs> and Dunkatron. <laughs> Well then, you know, I'm pretty sure Maelstrom is after dark. Maelstrom, you're like after midnight. That's, that's late night programming. That's late, late night. Too strong. <laughs> On that show, Until Sue Swallows All has a totally different meaning. <laughs> Did I break you? Yes, I broke him. I, I'm rethinking my life <laughs> With Everything that brought you to this episode? Yeah, pretty much. Chili's like, well, it's 2 a.m. here. We're not starting it. We'll be, well, this will be the last episode of Maelstrom Radio on Twitch. Oh, yes. As close point to a doubt, we went there. We did go there. We always go there. <laughs> Every day. And then we go beyond. Mm hmm. Sometimes we, sometimes we were like, how did we even get here? As we learned earlier, you must always go deeper. Yeah. Never know what you'll find at the bottom. What? So going back to this event, yeah, I think Donkatron pointed out uh, earlier that it is kind of hidden. Like it's not very well uh, advertised or shown. Like there is a merchant in the the PvP area, the Wolves Den, but there's not a lot of information around how do you start it, how do you get the information, how do you get uh, all of the pieces. You have to go and talk to them, and you end up having to get your your left side plus your weapon of all the gear for one class. Then you can get a title from that. Well, once you have the title, you PvP more to get so many wins in either the Feast or uh, Frontlines or combined between the two to get certain mounts. Yeah. Um, it's really, it really isn't. At, like, I wish there was, like, usually we get a starting quest saying, hey, go here so you can go do this thing. 
there was none of that. Like, I, I know people just knew, like, oh, PvP. I think they expected, since PvP was going to be unlocked, people were like, oh, you got to do this Garo event. I wish the person in the Wolves' Den docks had a quest above their head saying, hey, Garo, and got them started on the event. So they knew, like... I feel people are doing it. Like, I don't even know where to go for Garo. Also, I'd like to point out that the Garo event gear for MGP has not been added yet to the uh, to the uh, Gold Saucer. Um, I don't know if that's an oversight or if they're trying to prolong the Garo event. I think it's future content, but the Garo event is supposed to be on for a number of months, isn't it? Yes. Um, which gives you plenty of time to get the horses because that is a win stipulation. <laughs> like, it's a stipulation. It's an achievement you have to get through winning. Um one horse is 30, was it 30 feast? 30 feast wins. 10 frontline wins. And then to get the black horse, it's another 20. So it, it accumulates all your wins. So I don't think you have to get 60 all other wins. It's 30 of the feast, 10 of, uh, 10 of those. So that's already at 30. So you just need another, no, 40. And then, then you're already, you just need another 20. Um, I would suggest doing your, your feasts first. Just because since Freelancer is a thing, I think Feast will die off. Q times will raise for the Feast. That's my theory. I could be wrong. I hope I'm not. But although, I will say this. You put some morale gear on. Man, your PvP game changes real quick in the Feast. I have to say, I'm not terribly a fan of PvP generally in games. But I have been having fun in uh, the front line so far. It's because it's a clusterfuck. <laughs> it's a big group yes. of people going, ah! <laughs> it reminds me of the good old days of raiding. Yeah. It's kind of like that scene in uh, Monty Python, Quest for the Grail, where they're all like, ah! No. Yeah. We just don't have guys. Yeah, for... it was. Everyone, the entire group runs away from one little bunny rabbit. Yeah. It's just like that. Also, can we get a mount where it's just a guy following us with coconuts, but we go with mount speed? Because... <laughs> I want that in my life. Yes, that would be great. Yeah, we just call him. We just call him the the assistant mount. <laughs> He's just a guy that falls around with coconut, and he wears a chocobo costume. <laughs> That's so great. I want that the giant fat chocobo hat. Yeah, he wears a chocobo hat. Actually, if he can give us a piggyback ride every room, that'd be great. No, the the I, I'd be okay without that. Would the G pose like be used wrong? Maybe as a separate interaction. Okay. I'm okay with him following me with the coconuts. <laughs> Good. Let's let's talk about some of the major light quality stuff. So uh, as we talked about, we talked about the PvP changes. Uh, that's been fantastic so Freelancer far. Freelancer is great. Freelancer is fantastic. Party Finder is amazing now. Party Finder is hundreds of... Used to be maybe on Famfrit, looking at the Primal data center. Famfrit was just like maybe what... Five to ten most nights. Slow night, maybe. It's pretty quiet. It's quiet. Now it's everything. We get all sorts of shenanigans. We get ERP, people looking for no dingles. <laughs> no dingles, guys. The amount of no dingles have gone up. <laughs> but the amount... That was a thing, and that was actually on the fan for server. It was. It was on the fan... I was like, I want to message this guy, regardless of my dingle having. Because I, I was like, he was like looking for his ninja something. I wanted to like roll a character. I was like, man, I just changed my my sub fee so I can get a retainer for the same fee, like a third retainer because I was running out of space. I was like, damn it, I can't go make a Naruto character and, <laughs> and find this guy. What <laughs> Doc trying to chat? What's a dingle? What's off your butt? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Donk, we'll tell you later in FC chat. <laughs> well, you know, well, I, I have diagrams and pictures. <laughs> I'll show you. He's of age. He knows he needs that talk. Papa Hildy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just staying out of this one. Yeah. He's all yours. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. At the same time, you should probably give that talk to the rest of our FC. <laughs> a group a group FC sit-down? All right, yes, guys. There we go. Let, let me show you how this works. Sit down everyone in the FC house. They, Explain to them the differences. Some of them, will, I think, rate, will rate sex change back. 
Or not. Maybe more people sex change back over to female cats. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Also, we have more female cats in our FC than Brickett than any other thing. I, I, Shin and I are outnumbered. <laughs> He's a hearer, and I'm a... I'm a Ara. Sh- Shin looks like himself. I look like an anime character. <laughs> But not the Aquagleam Hunter Force. No, not Aquagleam Hunter Force. What has it? What's going on? Anyway, is there any more? Uh, there's tons of major quality life of life things. Uh, oh, there has uh, to be, but they've all they've I've lost all of them in my mind. There, uh, there was the party finder change where we can actually see what's uh, being added to the group, so we don't have to constantly have the little window open, which is nice. Um, I can't remember. We have the little uh, group member number icons in chat. Yes. We know which group member is which number. Yes. So many, so many things. Um, what else? I think that's it. The oh, contact window. Yes. Contact window is changed, which is fantastic. Also, I did some fishing Sunday, which I streamed here live on Maelstrom, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Uh, let me tell you how fast you level now since they made the XP changes. Without me running around trying to figure out where the hell I... One, never get rid of your fishing pole. If you pick up fishing you forgot that you picked up fishing and you lost your fishing pole. And you're like, man, where do I get a fishing pole? And your friends are like, hey, buddy, go get one from the, the market board. And you go look and it's 10K. <laughs> Don't do that because this guy that sells fishing poles. I didn't buy one off the market board because I'm like, I'm cheap. I'm not spending 10K on a level one fishing pole. But I will say this, people are buying level one fishing poles and just marking them up in price and putting them on the market. Yeah, I'm board. pretty sure they're under hundred gil from the actual merchant. Seventy-four gil. Someone's making a hell of a profit. Like listen, I'm not saying go buy a crap ton of level one fishing poles and put them up for like five K and just make a shit ton of money, but you'll probably make a shit ton of money. Just saying. Try it out. I'm telling you, like I'm not I'm not trying to say I'm the asshole that does that, but there are assholes out there. And if you want to undercut those guys we might have to start a new fund for the guild by the pole fund yes so we can get a bigger house bigger poles uh yeah that's our that's our goal bigger house come the expansion oh i thought you were gonna say bigger poles but (laughs) that's that we don't have poles in the house now it's all all cat ladies. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, so Shin, um, compared to the last couple of patches, and I mean all of them, what, where does three point five stack up in in terms of content, in terms of quality of the content? Um, where would you say this is this is at? I'm having some troubles remembering three point one and three point two as <laughs> things like when they came out. It's been a while a year and a half now i think yes it's been a while so but I, I don't exactly remember what they entailed so much uh, i think 3.5 definitely came out ahead of 3.4 in terms of quality and the content that was in there um or rather usable content 3.4 had a lot of content in it in itself in terms of storyline i think 3.5 falls uh, above 3.4 but definitely below 3.3 i think 3.3 was a very solid storyline and 3.5 will probably get there, but it's kind of a because it's split between 3.5 and 3.56. Uh, I don't think we have the full uh, the story- gravity of the situation where 3.3 did. Yeah, I and I agree with you there. I think uh, story wise, the MSQ story wise, I don't think we're there yet. I think we will be there in by the 3.56 is when I think it all wraps up. So. That and that may change the tone of the patch content wise, basing it on content alone. I would probably say I'll agree with you, 3.3 is probably where we've had the most amount of content and the most we had Nidhog. Nidhog was very challenging. Um, I think even more so than uh, Zervin, Cake Man. Um, we had Sephiroth that patch, we also had Sephiroth, it uh, with tons and tons of crap. Um, and we had the whole 3.3 quest storyline, yes. And I think, didn't they release uh, City of Mock then as well? We think City of Mock? Yes. That was quite a big patch. So we had Ozma as well. Yeah, it was everything. And we had had a lot. (laughs) We did have a lot. Um, So it was was a solid patch. Uh, Not to say that this is bad. I just, we know the expansion's coming. So, uh, and a lot needs to change. Um, 
I think the way content is delivered to us and and how that is handled um because it's been predictable I think in this expansion very much we knew it was going to always be two dungeons a raid of some sort um some sort of side like ma- minor story side quest like Hildebrand or Scholasticate um Scholasticate didn't get love there for a while it's just all Hildebrand uh but in terms of quality of life, I think this has been the patch that gave us more quality of life than anything. A lot of stuff I think the community has been asking for, especially the PvP queue times have been fantastic, and I couldn't ask for any more for that. Also, the Gar- Garo event's awesome. I think gear-wise, better than uh, than we got with, uh, uh, what's it called, Yokai Watch? Yeah, the, the gear from Garo is definitely pretty awesome. I do think you can see that they're starting to lay a lot of foundation now for the quality of life improvements. They had the base game, or the 1.0, it did terribly. They released 2.0, they started getting the ball rolling, they had Heaven's Word come in, they slowly improved it over and over, and now they're kind of wrapping up their first expansion, about to launch a second. Uh, They're dropping the legacy support for the PS3, so they're starting putting in a lot of upgrades and stuff that maybe... Uh, some of their other choices held them back or they were unable to do it because they were working on Heaven's Word or they were le- working on content. They're kind of in like a, um, not, I wouldn't say necessarily a lull because they have a the Stormblood coming out in a couple months. But there's definitely, they're given a little bit more time to uh, fix a lot of these small little annoyances that players have. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited because, you know, when you get an expansion, you get all that new content right away. Um, I'm definitely taking time off work to play through that content and get up there. Um, we have we're gonna have that lull. So actually, that lull is not gonna be too bad for me because I'm gonna level new classes. I have Palace of the Dead to run through and get those classes up to to level, um, level crafting. Finish my carpenter up. Diadem. Diadem. Oh, we'll have diadem as well. Diadem is something interesting. I pointed something out. Uh, Yoshi P did an interview with Game and Watch. He said something uh, that EverQuest players would love diadem. And I sent that to our friend uh, Chewy, <laughs> as you know, Chewina, who uh, who was my former co-host on Evercast. And he read it and he was like, oh, that reminds me of like the riffs from EverQuest. And I was like, yeah, buddy, get in there. So we may we may have somebody else coming and trying to play us. So uh, also you've had two friends come from uh, uh, EverQuest too to come join. I have. Uh, one of them has actually been playing for a little while on another server in a different data center, unfortunately. But uh, they recently uh, started playing on our server with ours, so uh, that's been pretty cool. Yeah, it's been awesome. Definitely a blast from the past, because I don't think I've really heard from them a whole lot in the past few years, and Isn't that's it... kind of cool to see that come back. Always fun to see that friends you've made online come and try the game that you've been playing, and you're like, hey, I got a, I got a thing going on over here, and they come and join. So, uh, Shin, we're, we're at the hour, a little over the hour mark. We've, uh, discussed everything we possibly could that I think we could discuss. Uh, Shin, do you have any shout outs for this week going out to people? I guess I gotta, I'll get a couple here. Uh, I'll give a shout out to our awesome group that powered through everything last week. We had, uh, Curry and Lilith and you and myself and uh, sometimes we had Sid in there with some of the stuff with Aquapolis at the end. So shout out to all of them. Another happy birthday to Chili because we love you. And uh, also quick shout out to Jet and Gia because, hi, I, you're, you might be listening and I can give you a shout out. <laughs> please do not, like, by the way, if you listen to this at work, please wear headphones. <laughs> I think that's just a general rule. If you're listening to anything at work, you should be listening on headphones. Yeah, because really... I mean, as much as we want you to share us with your neighbor, you should probably just put us in your ear. Um, I got shout outs. Uh, thank you to everybody that will watch this live here on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Uh, big shout out to Chili, Donkatron, and Klaus, FFX, IV in chat. Thank you for joining us, chatting with us live, uh, joining us on a Monday. Yeah, we know Mondays are kind of rough for a Final Fantasy fourteen podcast. That may change in the future. We don't know. Like, we... We're growing here constantly. Some things we want to change. We want to add a third host. Eventually, this is all stuff that we want to do. But right now, Shin and I carry the show on our backs, and we couldn't do it without you. Uh, also, big shout out to Donkatron. He made a tough decision today. <laughs> uh, he might be a little insane. I'm sorry. Yeah, he deleted all his WoW characters, gave away his all his gold, and made Final Fantasy XIV his main uh, MMO. 
Uh, thanks, buddy. I've known you for five years, listening to podcasts and in other communities, and uh, dude, it's so cool having you in the FC. So don't worry. I promise you as an FC leader, I will make your MMO experience as best as I can. I think you need a little bit more context behind there. How many characters in WoW did he end up deleting? Too many. Too many. Shin, we got to get out of here, buddy. I don't want to... He's insane. Yeah. But awesome. Bye, everybody. Until Sea Swallows All. See you next time. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Soto. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Soto. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Males from Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.